And to my wife, Jessica. Where are you, honey? <laughs> there she is. To my wife. What would I do without you, beautiful? <laughs> well, for starters, I probably wouldn't need to drink so much, would I? <laughs> On the brighter side, marriage has probably saved me from a nasty dose of the clap. <laughs> Here's to you. Does this jerk ever shut up? He's starting to make my suckers ah, twitch. And a toast. To the bride's dermatologically challenged family shrubs. Sit down. Hey, I paid for all this. You want me to sit down? You cough up a couple of grand, squiggly. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 118 of Revisiting Sunnydale. I am Camila. And I'm Marcella. Welcome back to another episode. Um, uh, many ways to keep up with us. Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale. Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. Instagram now, RVS underscore podcast. A website, RevisitingSunnydale.com. And to rate and follow and subscribe and review and to make sure each new episode is always in your pocket, go to Apple Podcasts, Libsyn, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Player FM. Now, speaking of reviews i just uh happened upon i i don't really check the reviews portion that often on apple podcasts but i happened upon it the other day and noticed there were some brand new stuff some brand new comments and stuff there so i thought it'd be nice to just give these uh people who took the time out to give a shout out to them and read their comments and also just so you know what the folks on the streets are saying about revisiting sunnydale so first of all shout out to chickpea 27 who uh, posted in August. My new favorite thing to listen to. I'm watching Buffy for the first time. Congratulations. And this podcast has helped me love the series even more. I don't have anyone else that watches this show that I can talk about with. Oh, so I'm glad to have Camila and Marcella to listen to. They are opinionated and hilarious. And I always look forward to hearing their take after I finish an episode. Thanks ladies. Aw, thanks, Chippy27. Yeah, man. You should probably, you need to surround yourself with a better circle of people. Like, folks need to know and need to get in on the Buffy. You need to find that one person to, uh, <laughs> to you know, share and kvetch with. Because this, this is a group effort. Like, Buffy needs to be enjoyed by the masses. Yes. Like, it takes a village. Exactly. You don't, it's, it's difficult to not have somebody to talk to about something you've been watching and obsessing about. Um, <clears throat> next, we got Erica Bartlett. Uh, who commented in July. So pleased to find it. Just discovered this podcast this week and it's absolutely wonderful. Witty, insightful. I'm so glad I still have so many new to me episodes. Awesome. Yes, you have a lot. Uh, as we said, mm-hmm. this is episode 118. So have fun. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got another comment from Arcana from June. I want to watch again. The best compliment one can give this show is this. I now want to rewatch Buffy so bad. I remember watching the show back when it aired out of order, alas, and in syndication, also out of order. That must suck. And hearing these hosts go through the show episode by episode has set me right back down memory lane, both because they're talking about a show I still adore and because the reminiscences (laughs) um, about the show, uh, their reminiscences, about the show and its time have filled my head with so much joy. If you're a Buffy fan, you'll love the show. If you're just a fan of great sci-fi fantasy TV commentary, you'll also love the show. So listen to this. Listen to it in all caps. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. That is a, that is a great compliment. I appreciate that. Is that is a great compliment. And it also, that must suck to have to watch Buffy out of order. Yeah. It's kind of like how we all watch Firefly the first time. Oh, right, out of right, order because right. Fox was a bunch of dicks. <laughs> I was like, we don't care. Whatever, man. Just do what you're going to do. <laughs> and then last but not least, we have no fucking names eight left <laughs> from May. I don't, I don't know what this <laughs> name is. <laughs> Great podcast for fans. I've never been able to get into Buffy podcasts, usually because they're either, they either analyze it way too much or they are spoiler free. We are not spoiler free. And I just want to hear other fanatics geek out, which we do a lot. This podcast is perfect for Buffy fans. Listening to it makes me want to go back and rewatch episodes and laugh to myself like the crazy person I am. So are we. So basically, it's a good <laughs> podcast and deserves more love. Thank you. Yay. 
Thank you. So thank you, everybody, who took the time to uh, type out some characters and their opinions and what you think of the show. We will keep doing what we're doing. And um, hopefully they keep bringing you awesome content. And uh, we're on episode, we're on season six, episode 16 of Buffy. So this means like we're getting closer to the end of Buffy, which, um, you know, but there's still a lot of new to you, new to you folks out there. So welcome. And um, I hope you're, you're enjoying this. And maybe by the time you get to this one, I don't know how, how quickly you binge. We'll probably be on to Angel. Yeah. And also um, unrelated to Buffy, but related to pop culture. Happy birthday, Tom Hardy. When we're recording this, today is Tom Hardy's birthday. That's all I got. We love us some Tom Hardy around here. Yeah, that's all I got to say on that. All right, so (laughs) Hell's Bells. Original air date, March 5th, 2002. Written by Rebecca Kirshner, directed by David Solomon. Anya and Xander's wedding is thrown into turmoil when a man claiming to be Xander's future self turns up at the ceremony. Dick. Important guest stars, co-stars, Amber Benson as Tara, James C. Leary as Clem, Casey Sander as Tony Harris. He was Brock Lanigan on Home Improvement. He was like one of Tim's best friends on Home Improvement. I don't really remember that, but I believe it. Uh, (laughs) Callie Roca as Halfrick, Andy Umberger as DeHoffron, Lee Garlington as Jessica Harris, Stephen Gilborn as Uncle Rory, and Jan Hogue as Cousin Carol. All the Harrises are out this this, uh, episode. Do you call your cousins cousin so-and-so? Sure don't. Yeah, I don't understand why they do that on television. I've never called my cousins cousin so-and-so. So, yeah, it's Xander and Anya's wedding day. Hmm. This will go well. Everybody's a flutter. Uh, Poor Buffy and Willow got roped into being bridesmaids with these hideous fucking dresses. They're not that bad, though, that they complain that like Willow's saying she'd maybe she still has time to wear the traditional blood blur of larva and burlap. <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Right. But I mean, they're... sure, the ruffle on the bottom is hideous, but the top is cute. Sort of, kind of. Sort of. If you took, if you took the ruffle off the bottom and you ripped those sleeves off those dress and you ripped that stupid flower off the tit, <laughs> those dresses would be adorable. I think if they're, yeah, if they didn't have those ruffled sleeves, if they were just sleeveless, they would mm-hmm. be fine. And you're right. Those roses are dumb. Well, and like each one's, which Slightly as we different. know with brides, oh yeah, and the bottom is terrible. Different. The bottom is terrible. The bottom is awful. But Willow's sleeves go all the way down to her elbow, whereas Buffy has a very short cap sleeve, so it's a little cuter. Right, and I think, uh, yeah. So her bridesmaids are Willow, Buffy, Tara, and uh, uh, Halfrick, and Dawn, and Dawn. But why aren't all the bridesmaids together right now? I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, later on, we'll see DeHoffrin's just chilling out in the audience. Just, like, with with Halfrick. Yeah. Or like, Hoff- I think he oh, and Halfrick arrive at the same time, which is just like, what? Yeah, because, like, you're all supposed to be in, like, position, ready and waiting to go. But um, Willow also makes a comment about how, you know, she's the best man and she should actually be wearing a tux. And I agree. I agree. Agree. Yes. 100%. But uh, it's, if I mean, in theory, though, those dresses are probably Anya's payback for years of their snarky treatment. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. She should have just let them wear the blood larva if she really wanted to get back at them. Now, we have to go, unfortunately, to Xander's mess. Oh, my God. And I call it a mess because it gives me anxiety just thinking about being in this situation myself. The apartment or his family? His whole the whole family situation. Like, I don't understand why. Everybody stand with him. Is it Craven? Yeah. The one that he calls yeah. Kevin, and yeah. he's like, it's Craven. Yeah. Um, why are you staying there? Why aren't you at Anya's house? Yeah. Why are you staying with Cousin Carol and Uncle Rory? This is a mess. It is a hot mess. And this, for, like, the apartment is, is in shambles, for one. Mm-hmm. Two, this doesn't look like the same apartment that that he's been in. Like, the brand during, new no, apartment. During the musical and yeah. it, it looks like a completely different uh, kitchen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, you're right. This is all, they should have eloped. Like, this is, 
this is all, all horrible horrible as if weddings aren't bad enough to in general just like orchestrating everything and getting everybody right and making sure and like wondering if everybody gonna be get along da 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 now you gotta add like these actual actual for real for real demons mm-hmm. and alcoholics yep <laughs> and just flat out annoying people like cousin carol who's asking about cat car Kevin, whatever, Calvin, Carvin, <laughs> if <laughs> if he like her self esteem is so low, like she's uh, he's clearly there's clearly something wrong with him, and she's like, do you think he would mind dating a woman with a kid, Carol? If he could clear up his skin condition, right, Carol, <laughs> Carol, and number two, Carol, your cufflinks, Xander's cufflinks are your earrings. Like you knew you didn't bring those; those weren't your earrings. They weren't yours. And how did she? I'm pretty sure cufflinks, the studs on them are not big enough to go no. or are too big to go through a pierced ear of a woman in this age. But now her ear juice is on his cufflinks and that's <sighs> all I can think about. <laughs> it's a hot mess. Xander's mom is worried about not being in the picture. What happened to you? <laughs> you know what happened to her? Xander's piece of shit dad who immediately starts uh, berating Xander for not being ready. But he's not ready because Cousin Carol has his damn cufflinks in her ears. And because you got Uncle Rory messing around playing games with the with, coffee maker. And it's just... And that it's like 9 a.m. Like maybe, and they're all already drinking. Right, and they're like, there's like 50 people living in his apartment right now. Like He, he probably just got out of the shower. He was probably right. just wasn't able to get in there. And it's just a hot mess. And thankfully, we only have to deal with it for a short amount of time, because then we go to the consequences of Xander's chip habit <laughs> from the past episode. Yeah. He can't get his cummerbund on. Yeah. So Buffy- and he's freaking out about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why, why is Buffy wearing his jacket? I don't know. She looks like a child wearing her dad's jacket, though. Yeah. And but I'm, she uses her Slayer strength to get Dust Cumberbund <laughs> fast. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think she... So Xander's under a lot of pressure. Pressure from his family. Pressure for the wedding. Pressure, just pressure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even though this little pep talk from Buffy was meant to be a loving friend moment, mm-hmm. I think all she did was kind of add pressure well yeah because now she's like hey you guys are my beacon of what a happy relationship is supposed to be like yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm setting all of my hopes and dreams on you guys gotta make it work (laughs) because otherwise she starts to cry literally it's like (gasps) (laughs) in the meantime tara and willow are helping anya who's still practicing her vows like i think she's still writing them i don't even think she's because like every time she starts saying them there's something completely different right completely different You cannot put what she's putting in these vows, though. No. And is this the first round? These first round vows is where uh, your burn comes in? or <laughs> <laughs> When she says, I promise to love you, to cherish you, to honor you, uh, but not to obey you, of course, because that's anachronistic <laughs> and misogynistic. And who do you think you are? Like a sea captain or something? <laughs> Which, yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> that is pretty great. And when we're hearing all of these vows, all these different versions of the vows, I mean, they're all like ludicrous, some of them. But what the whole overarching theme is that she really loves this dude. Like, I can't even stand it. Like how much she's in. She's like the one point where she's like, I get to be with my best friend forever. It's like, oh, Anya, you poor, Mm -hmm. poor thing. Take care of my heart, please. And I'm just like, oh, baby girl. Oh, Oh, baby girl, that heart. It's going to go through a blender. Yeah. And Tara and Willow are using this moment to start having cutesy eyes back and forth. Yeah. It's kind of adorable. But Anya looks beautiful. She does. That is a great dress on her. So damn tiny. Mm -hmm. Now, for whatever reason... Willow and Tara are saddled with the same disgusting arms <laughs> on their bridesmaids' dresses. Mm-hmm. 
That's such a pretty dress. And she's so excited. She wants to see Xander right away. And they have to tell her that she can't. <laughs> she's like, she wants to have a little sex right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I can't keep all these ridiculous traditions straight. <laughs> But now it's time for wedding shenanigans. Oh, my God. Let's check in with the guest list menagerie that's coming in. So first and foremost, we got Uncle Rory being soups inappropriate with the wait staff. So bad. <laughs> so bad. And Like, uh, get your hands off this girl. Right. Like, this poor thing. Like, this, this. She doesn't have to endure this. At any point, she could have told him, just stop. And she is giving Dawn the stranger danger eyes, like, yes. severe. Help me. Help me, please. Help. And Donnie is just a child. And she's like, ah, ha, 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 I have to go. Right. Sorry. So, so Don makes, you know, gets the fuck out of there because it's all, oh, it would have only been a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And so Don is greeting guests to come in through the door. And we know we've got a whole slew of crazy looking folks. And then DeHoffrin shows up with a box with holes in it. And the running lie is that they're circus folk. Because I'm trying to understand how these random normal people that we've never seen in our life, I don't know, there's a goth kid with black right. lipstick, there's a demon, there's, oh, I'm trying to understand what they told these people at the wedding. Like, don't, they're, they're going to be in cosplay, don't worry about it. Right, yeah. It's just makeup. Yeah, like the whole circus folk thing, that's not, that's not going to jive. That's, that, no. doesn't, that doesn't work. The cosplay, yes, that would have worked. And there's you. And whatever gift to Hoffman and Halfrick brought is like alive. And it's like. And why is she just getting there now? Yeah. Again. You're a bad bridesmaid. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I'm so confused by the whole circus folk thing, but whatever. But most importantly, or also another oddball is that Spike is here with some fucking meth head skank as his where date. did he get her i don't know he picked her up at some fucking i don't know rehab clinic it looks like and um i'm confused as to why he's even there uh, you know maybe um his roommate sent him you know an invite it's his old roomie so you know you gotta send your college roommate an invite to your wedding hates him (laughs) hates him and i can't imagine anya would have gone to bat for like to keep spike on the guest list because this is well before they boinked (laughs) yeah now he's totally gate crashing for 100 (laughs) percent he knew buffy would be there he just wanted to throw this bitch in his face in her face and he didn't even bring a gift like no how dare you no I don't think he really had any intention of staying. Mm. He just wanted to literally l- rub this girl in her in his in her face, <laughs> and was probably going to jet after that. Yeah. So now we've got uh, Xander's parents, uh, or at least Xander's some of Xander's family and some of Anya's folk, chatting it up about how they're going to raise the kids in their whatever ways and blah blah blah. Oh, we guarantee the Xander, or the the Harris family is very open minded. And meanwhile, uh, old dude Daddy Harris is getting trashed at the bar. Absolutely snockered. And then we see some mysterious old man in the raincoat sneaks in, and ooh, nobody knows who he is yet. So back at the ranch, or you know, back in wherever, are they getting married at a school? I think I think it's like an elk's lodge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, Buff- it's a very weird place. Oh, yeah, Buffy and uh, Xander are still getting together, getting it together, and. Buffy is uh, giving him a little more pep talks and Xander is making sure she understands to keep his dad away from the bar, keep his mom away from the bar. (laughs) He does make a funny little joke about (laughs) she said something about getting lucky and he was like, you want to get lucky? We still got 20 minutes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Obvious joke there, Xander, but right. Got you don't it. you don't disappoint yes you are the chandler bang of the scooby gang <laughs> absolutely <laughs> don interrupts with um you know she's here to gossip about spike and his skank date <laughs> his manic panic freak <laughs> that would be my burn <laughs> but also just like hey i liked manic panic <laughs> <laughs> right I still use it when I get my hair done. <laughs> How do you think I get my blues and purple so bright? <laughs> oh, and and uh, when Buffy finds out that Spike bought a date, brought a date, she's she looks a little shook, not too 
she does. terrible much, but um, there's something that poked at her there for a hot second. Xander mm-hmm. goes out to do his meet and greet thing to talk to folks, and then he's like immediately just like bombarded with questions and problems and concerns. And I'm not going to be in any of the pictures. And Stop fucking saying that. Is one thing you think Xander's just going to flip? Like you're not. You're absolutely right. Say it one more time. You go sit over there. I don't want you in not not near one photo. I better not see your ass. Uh, that would have been a great blooper reel. <laughs> and then he gets um, sidetracked by this old man. He's like, I need to talk to you. Xander's like, okay, crazy pants. But... <laughs> uncle. <Right. laughs> and like, the man's like, uncle. It's like, I'm you. I'm Xander Harris. You don't recognize future. me? <laughs> no, because you're two like, feet shorter than I am. Mm-mm-mm. Did I slouch my whole life and just shrink? I know people shrink over time, but that much? I don't know. Xander has some poor posture. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently a future of hard drinking and Oof. his nose is totally different. How? Why would you even believe that that was you? Oh, yeah. That's not even it's not like a case of, oh, hey, you know, because everybody's nose and ears always grows or keeps growing. You know, because when we're old, our nose and our ears are going to get much bigger. But, yeah, it's like all pointy. It's all pointy. (laughs) The whole shape is different. Right. So just as, and, like, this is, like, the worst thing that could, like, this is just terrible. Um, It is. As Xander is trying to get away from future Xander, uh, his dad starts to make a toast. Xander notices. He's like, oh, my God, I thought I told that guy no drinks. Tell the bartender no drinks before the ceremony. And then old Xander's like, hey, I got a magic sphere. Come on with me. And daddy Xander is making a toast and talking shit on his mom. Yeah. What? Yep. What? In public? Like he's it's drunk. So with... fucked up. Wow. And then he starts to leaning in on uh, Anya's guests. In a, it, uh, it's like all the races comes out of this man at one time. Yeah. It just comes flooding out. And some dude is about to kick off in his ass, one of the demons, and Buffy saves him from it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she pulls him off, pulls him aside. It's like, hey, go, uh, pulls him off now. Uh, hey, let's go get a cup of coffee. And then he starts to get inappropriate with her. He starts to come on yep. to her and like, oh, okay. So here's my he thing. Mentioned something about her little purse. Yeah, that he peeked in. He used to have a little pink purse. <laughs> he did. Yep. She did. Yep. Until at the engagement party, he threw up in it. Jackass. But um, mm-hmm. he goes in and starts to say something really appropriate to her. But, sir, haven't you known her since she was in high school? Like, 15? That's nasty. Like, how? How? Why? How dare you? Unless Xander was smart and didn't, <laughs> you know. This seems about right. Like Xander, let his friends ever come over to his house. That seems about right because he spent most of the time outside of his house. Also, uh, he was mm-hmm. not really big on that. And when he, well, no, I mean, when he lived in their basement, they had to. They, he didn't have a private entrance in the basement. They no, had to, they had to come through the house. You know what's weird? Why isn't Giles here at this wedding? Yeah, that's that's the big big question. Why is Giles not at this wedding? He was just like, fuck you both. <laughs> it's like, I don't have the miles. I can't nope. That. That's an expensive flight. I'm not sitting in the middle seat one more time. I'm not doing it. Who cares that you're running my store? I don't care. <laughs> but the stupid old man does not let Xander get away. And he uses some weird flashball crystal thing. And Xander is now trapped in a vision of his future. He's in his tuxedo. In yes. a vision of his future. Yeah. So just so I don't know. I'm sure it's something about, about Xander seeing himself. And that's why he's still in that moment. But like we his future with Anya and they've got two kids and one of the kids apparently is not his. Looks like uh, it's Clem. Looks like Anya and Clem had some. Right. Had some time together, which Anya. <laughs> Well, she's mad because, you know, he never really got over Buffy and she doesn't want to even, you know, he doesn't want to talk about Buffy because apparently Buffy is dead. Yeah, Buffy's dead and he threw out his back, broke his back or something trying to save her and now he can't work. And so they're living in this 
in shambles basically and she's doing like makeover parties and then so like we fast forward you know their kids at this point are probably like i don't know 10 10 yeah somewhere around there and then we fast forward to the kids are like in our teenagers now and they're out in in public and you know the kids are fighting and you know then it comes up again about how you know uh anya slept with clem and blah 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 their kids hate them and they're still fighting and then we fast forward more to like an even shittier place and their their apartment is terrible and like they're all angry and old and bitter and Anya finally says you know what I want my life back I wish I had left you a long time ago and then uh, he grabs a frying pan and attacks her I think yeah I think he kills her with it and that's where the vision ends yep that's where the vision ends he kind of pops out of it and is shitting and wants to throw up <laughs> he's like what happened to her is she okay what happened what did i do what do i do and then the old man is like it's bad <laughs> basically <laughs> <laughs> this old that this old man's not trustworthy in my opinion no. uh, there's this some hog swallow there this is some shit right. that he's trying to sell and i'm not buying it <laughs> But Xander is swallowing all of it. All of it. Cool. And he takes off. <laughs> like you, bitch. You no basic, conversation. You no uh, basic bitch. What? He just disappears. <laughs> Real basic. He's like, if you don't want to hurt her, you should leave now. It's like, uh, and he's I, like, I guess I'll leave. Right. It's like the pain you cause her now is going to be far less than the pain you're going to cause her in the future. Okay. I guess I'll go. How about you tell her, look, I'm going to kill you if we get married. Let's talk about this. Right. It's like, no. also, it's just, I mean, it's, it's the future. It's not mm-hmm. like you can change how things go. Right. It's like, so you get into the future and, you know, there's this fight that you need to, maybe you don't fight anymore. Maybe you don't fight demons right. anymore. Maybe stop doing that. <laughs> right. You won't throw your back <laughs> so out. How about don't be a dick? <laughs> right. Hey, hey, hey. It's, it's, it's simple. It seems pretty simple. You know, You've now of... seen what not to do, right? So don't do any of that. Problem solved. <laughs> but Let's he get takes married. it to the extreme and is like, "I'm just not going to get married. I'm just not going to do any of it. I'm out." <laughs> so while he's pooping himself, uh, Buffy and Spike come into contact, and Spike leaning very, very seductively up against this Elks Lodge wall. <laughs> God, you make this cheap paint look really amazing, Spike. And right. I've never had such dirty thoughts with a church pew so close by. <laughs> and uh, his little date's not around. And, you know, they're having like a little uncomfortable but very cordial post-breakup chat. It's cute. It is. And this is probably the nicest she's ever been to him mm-hmm. and ever will be. Like this yeah. moment right here. Because it's yep. actually talking like people. Yep. And Being she, honest. Yes. About how they're, you know, she admits that. <laughs> she's a little jealous. She is a little jealous. It hurts a little bit, and I'm not going to lie. And he's like, good. And he, adorably, it's like, I'm so sorry. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I'm not. That was my point. That's, that's what, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Because <laughs> remember, folks, at his core, Spike is a bumbling poet. Yes. And an a hopeless romantic. Exactly. If at that moment, Buffy was like, I was wrong. I'll take you back. He'd be like, great. Right. Feruza this who? Is, like it was... So this is probably the closest we will ever get to Buffy and William having an honest conversation. Yeah. Well, well yeah, William with a, a lot less pitiful William. <laughs> <laughs> William would be pee-peeing his pants right now. <laughs> I love you. He's more angel. No, I love you, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write a poem for you. <laughs> Effulgent. So he <laughs> he decides to just, you know what, I'm just going to leave. You know, give the happy couple my best whatevers and blah, blah, blah. But it's also he makes note that it's nice to see Buffy happy, even if it's for somebody else, because you don't see that often. And that's, yeah. and that would probably be the most, that would be the worst kick in the pants for me. If I were Buffy, it'd be like, oh. Mm-hmm. You, uh, You're right, I am miserable most of the time. I Thanks suck. for pointing it out. I suck. <laughs> you big dick <laughs> well Xander hasn't taken off yet he is pooping himself in the kitchen of the Elks Lodge where apparently they bought a lot of tonic water Okey-dokey. and his bestie comes in like to that. give him a little pep talk as well yeah 
and they hug which apparently didn't work nope they hug and he gives the whole desperate i love you so much thing and at that moment she probably should have sensed something was wrong because <laughs> it was a real i do like the callback to uh high school though with the you know good thing i realized i was gay you me formal wear right right <laughs> i mean but honey like it, it, that nobody's getting laid in that dress that you're wearing no that's, that's not happening that's he does make some gross comment about her double x's or something looking yeah, yeah. And i'm like ew stop it stop it right now <laughs> but they don't like that dress is so unflattering it doesn't even, it's not it like, really it is. doesn't fit them properly like Mm-mm. it doesn't come into the the waist at all this looks like like they a didn't sack have of material that they got they didn't have these altered no <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm trying to think of like the worst place they could have gotten them, but oh, I can't think of any. Gabe's? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Barry. <laughs> but we get back to Anya and her um, her vows. And these ones are totally different. She's still working on them. Yeah. But this time she's promising to be uh, a sex poodle. <laughs> and Tara is here and- to witness this. <laughs> and tell her not you you, you absolutely cannot say it's like, <laughs> there's, like, right. there's like you know what i'm not exactly an expert on weddings and marriage vows and stuff i mean i'm not gonna you know, say i've been through this but i'm gonna go ahead on a limb and say you shouldn't say sex poodle in your vows <laughs> just <laughs> and the best part about that is the look on anya's face and she's just like huh <laughs> okay like she's so surprised like right okay and, and also it's like you know <laughs> I what? understand why not but these are my vows right. i'm gonna I do what i want <laughs> i want to i'm surprised she wore her hair out you know brides typically wear their hair up yeah but for their wedding good. but she looks so pretty i don't think her i don't think her hair i don't think she looks good with her hair up so yeah like her her veil is really pretty too i like how it's wavy and uh, yes the way it's it like kind of looks like tendrils just kind of going yeah. down her back yeah. everything about that dress is just it's a stunner yep and so now xander is really gone and willow comes to tell buffy and buffy comes up with the most bullshit excuse of why they need to stall you know Willow's gonna go look for him buffy says we gotta wait because the minister was called off because he's also a doctor and he has to perform an emergency c-section and sure <laughs> <laughs> and Anya's okay. like, like, okay, whatever, fine. <laughs> and we see Xander walking around town in the rain with no umbrella, just getting his suit all kinds of wet. Like a real doo-doo bird. And he looks completely confused. He's just wandering. Mm-hmm. He's the worst. Because Anya's... <sighs> I just feel so bad because she's just like so excited and so ready. Because we finally hear her real vows. Like this is like version four, I think. And she like just goes on and it gets real simple. She's like, I want to marry you because I was such a different person before. And like, I'm then, and then I am now. And I'm just completely in love with you. And she just pours her little heart out. And they're actually, you know, they're beautiful. Beautiful. And then Buffy has to come in and kind of... And she makes the mistake of saying the fact that he makes her feel safe and warm. And like yeah. she's just like how she didn't get why people would fall in love and get married to be, begin with. It. Now she gets it. So I know. She's like, I get it now. And I'm here. And I'm I'm here for it. And fucked head is out walking in the rain. Like Orange Juice Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my one question is, when Buffy comes in to kind of stall, because mm. we need to stall, and uh, we get a look at the crowd and Anya's circus folk are on one side and then the Harris's and Randos are on the other side. But so is Clem. On the Harris side? Yeah. Why is Clem seated on the Harris side? I don't know. Has he and Xander, like uh, the most no. time that they've spent was when they were all locked in the Summer's house, but they weren't right. hanging. They weren't bros. No, they were like, bro- is there Xander... some kind of secret bromance going on between Clem and? Which also, though, like Clem didn't know Anya beforehand either, so he shouldn't really have been invited to this wedding either. Right. And I'll, I'll... unless they really did get close during the lock-in, but... right? You know what? Maybe okay. I put it like this: 
Anya, which I'm surprised there's not more people, more guests at this wedding, but Anya was ex- so damn excited about this thing. I could see her just like meeting a new person and being like, you come should- to my wedding. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even, you know, yes, Spike, you should come too. <laughs> and here's another question I have. Why is Halfrick sitting in the front row? Why isn't she helping with any of this shit? Exactly. You're a bridesmaid. bridesmaid. You're supposed to be backstage helping out the bride. This right. is your positioning right now. You're, you're like, what are you doing? So Buffy's- Dawn's outside getting her flirt on with <sighs> Beelzebub. <laughs> he straight up looks like just the devil. He's, He's got horns right. coming out. And not even like subtle horns. Like these no. horns are, it's like a ram. <laughs> I don't and so everybody, you know, Buffy's distracting the crowd. She's juggling, I think, at one point. Yeah, which, which I was, which took me back. I was like, "Oh, Sarah can juggle. Look at you." Yeah, <laughs> I've tried. Can't do it. Nope. Can't know. do it. <laughs> and finally, Anya's had enough, and she said, "The bride, nobody waits. The bride waits for no one. I'm going. I'm getting married." Mm-hmm. She marches and off, and she and the- just rushes in there. And guess who is the one that just spills the news out there? Like fucking. Spaz Dawn, always there to make matters worse. Right? <laughs> She's just like, blah, blah, blah. Flirt, flirt, flirt. Oh, you don't even know half of it. The groom is missing. And Anya just happens to overhear that portion. Like a soap opera. She, at yes. the perfect time, the perfect says time. the thing really loud that R- someone shouldn't hear. Right. And, of course, understandably so, Anya freaks out. Xander's missing? What do you mean Xander's missing? Where is Xander? Who can't find Xander? Why isn't he here? Da, 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 da. And then um, a fight breaks out <laughs> because Xander's dad's being a real dick. And he says that drinking is the only way he can get uh, through looking at some of Zan- uh, Anya's circus folks, ugly faces, which wow. wow and dude. at first I thought he was talking about his wife <laughs> who Mrs. Harris if you thought you weren't, I guess because you thought you weren't going to be in any of the pictures, that's why you got so much tit hanging out <laughs> at your son's wedding. Is that like, is that appropriate for mother of the, the great? Right? That's a lot of cleavage <laughs> a lot. for, for anyone, <laughs> but especially the mother of the bride groom. And then a full on brawl breaks out. Poor Tara gets like Rick rolled through the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and willow comes to save the day or just help her out of it which it seemed a little, that seemed a little forced for a yeah. moment for them to have but like and then is it cousin carol that's like oh i know what happened xander was talking to that dude over there right so buffy is like uh or anya goes over and it's like yo what did you do where's xander what did you say what did he say and dude's like oh you don't recognize me and she's like you know, they do a little thing real quick, like to kind of to kind of trick the audiences. She's like, Sander, what did yeah. you say to him? And there's like, oh, OK. <laughs> it's like, oh, she recognized. Oh, no. no. OK, <laughs> I get it. So they go back and forth. And, and then finally he admits that um, I am a dude that you turned into a demon several hundred years ago one of your old charges hey anya how you doing <laughs> and he's, like 1914 i think he's been holding this yeah bunch. something like that and he's a lot bigger he's huge he's real big and i'm also wondering like i feel like the same type of demon made an appearance on angel yeah it, it i feel like looks kind of I've familiar seen this demon before with his teeth head mm-hmm. how do you lay down at night how do you rest your head? Do you just sit up? Because no matter which way you turn your head, there's like a spike. Maybe he's like a How bat you... and suspends upside down from the ceiling. <laughs> He'd have to. And he has like the most, his name's like Stuart Redmond or something. Like he has the <laughs> dumbest name. Right. <laughs> and unfortunately, he's just some dude that Anya cursed. Right. And nothing um, remarkable. She doesn't even remember him. And he's like, Uh -uh. well, I remember you. And it's just, again, along those, like, (sighs) he's been holding on. It's not even one of the funny ones that she remembers. Like, remember, she laughed about the guy that she made eat his own butt or something. (laughs) There's memorable vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. This is not one of them. No. And... And she's still very confused, like, like really, like you did all this to just to just to fuck with me, just to get back at me. He's like, "Yep, 
and uh, she starts to cry. Like she looks so distraught and just because she realizes he really didn't do that much. It didn't take that much for Xander to just run. Right. He he points out that he showed him some false phony images, some uh, his worst, his own worst nightmare is what he mirrored back to him. So basically, he didn't really do anything. Just whatever he, uh, Xander feared the most. That's what the visions that he saw. And for whatever reason, half of the crowd is now watching the fight go on between Buffy and this giant demon. Yes. They've stopped fighting and they're like, ooh, what's Xander fight? Yeah. And Xander shows up. He comes in and tries to, I don't know. I don't know what he, what he, he didn't even really fight. He just. (laughs) I know he smashed the dude with one of the styrofoam pillars. It looks like. But, uh, and I love that Buffy has to run in between them. Excuse me, and she grabs like some weights <laughs> off of the m- moose head or whatever, and elk. Right. <laughs> and they go about killing this thing. Uh, um, the crowd applauds, applauds, and they're kind of waiting for the demon to go poof, and he doesn't. Yep, there's a nice little throwback to season three yes. with Willows. Anybody waiting for this guy to go poof? <laughs> she had said that in the Wish episode. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so everybody was getting ready to, like, everyone had stopped fighting, but then, you know, Mr. Harris says some more bullshit and then starts it all over again. And Anya's finally like, enough. Everybody get your butts in the seats. We're doing this thing. Let's do it. And she turns to Xander and she's like, all right, let's do this. And he's like, eh. Not so much. I really wanted to. And she's like, you know, it was. It's it's all. It was. Halfrick is still sitting on her ass. Halfrick is still sitting on her ass in the front row. She didn't even help break up the fight. Useless. Worst bridesmaid ever. And poor poor Anya, she's like, hey, it's cool. Dude, it was fake. It was phony. It wasn't nothing. And Xander's like, um, it's really not because I'm really scared. And and at that point, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Yeah. He, he was lucky that she didn't just like stab him right then and there. And I think he even says something along the lines, or she's like, you're not ready now. Or, and he's more like, I'm not ready ever. It's like, you and it's bitch. like, well, how do you know that? Like, right. Watch your sleep on it. Why don't we put a pin in it? Right. Because you asked me, buddy. You asked me. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't like, my idea. <laughs> and, and I think it's also like, what makes matters worse is that she, she points out, she's like, you know, the, the visions, they weren't real. He did this thing to make you hate me. Was it me that you were hating? He's like, no, it wasn't you I was hating. It was myself. <sighs> so then, you know, there's a thing called personal growth and change. <laughs> you now know what you need to work on. Right. We need to look inside ourselves and grow and evolve and make things better so as to not murder your wife in the future. Right. And he just sees his parents and he just happens to glance at his parents who are arguing. And that's not cool. That's not okay. Your that father, is not a fair comparison. No. Dick. Your, your father is a raging alcoholic and your mother clearly has been beaten down over years and years right. of his alcoholism. Which, and also, you should have probably be a little bit more supportive of your mom being like, yo, you should leave this dick. But that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, I think she's getting the impression that like he doesn't want to get married, but there's this underlying. He was like, "Nah, we're done. Like, we can't start over. Right? We're kind of done. We're done. This is all over. Like, it's not just yeah. not getting married. You and I are no longer you and I. Like, this isn't. We're not us. Which, damn, damn. And then, and then to make matters worse, he leaves it to her to tell the guests to tell everybody. He just leaves. Like, you can't even be man enough to go stand up in front of everybody and explain what dick move you just pulled. The walk down the aisle of shame. Oh, poor Anya. Oh, I can't believe he turns around and walks out. Right, like, fuck you, dude. Right. Welcome to Xander the fuckboy. Right. This is where we lose all respect for you. 
you know, we had very little to begin with, <laughs> exactly. but you just lost the very little bit that I had for you. It's done. With this move. It's done. It's uh, you going to go find some new girls. Is that you, you just want to be single? Is, is that the thing you think you, you, you still hold now hope for Buffy? Cause we're here to tell you that's not <laughs> going to happen. Ever. It's not going to happen. <sighs> And everybody just kind of looks. Yeah, the band. Oh, read the room, band. <laughs> Do you see? Can you not read the room? Right. Do you see what's happening? There are tears falling from this woman's face. Do you see a groom anywhere? Anywhere. <laughs> but can we can we point out there are tears falling from her eyes, but no makeup. Who Whoever did, did makeup? her makeup? <laughs> right. <laughs> did the damn thing. <laughs> So then everybody's back at the Summer's house and they're all feeling so bad. Drinking the weakest tea I've ever seen. Like it's, it's like, basically the it's third like cup chicken, that you try to get out of the tea broth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vegetable broth is what they're drinking. <laughs> it's like, that is not tea. And they're all just feeling real bad, real bummed out. Yeah, they're like, uh, and Buffy, oof, she's like, you know, they're supposed to be my light at the end of the tunnel. Turns out it was just a train. Oof. <laughs> it's partly your fault for saying that. But thanks. They all have the dumbest shirts on. <laughs> Where did they get these shirts? I guess Dawn's isn't too bad. It's just a normal, nice little cute shirt. But yeah. Buffy and Willow have the dumbest shirts on. And for whatever reason, I guess, does Anya live with Xander now? Because he goes and stays where Faith used to live. I mean, I, <laughs> I think it might be worse than where Faith used to live. Um, <laughs> you deserve every bit of that. Exactly. I think they live together. I guess that's why he didn't go home. So he Which, got himself a hotel room. I did, like the Roach Motel room. And you know what? That's the least he could have done was to excuse himself from that apartment and not go back there or at least not make her have to leave. But right. again, though, like if I were if I were her, I wouldn't have gone back there at all anyway for fear he would have been there or would have gone back just to burn the place down. Whatever. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I just to burn all everything he owns. Would have gone to left, left eye the place. <laughs> Angela Bassett style, everything in the car. <laughs> Blow it up. But now Anya is consoling herself in a pit. <laughs> Why is it so dark? Where are they? <laughs> They're in like the darkest room I've ever seen. I mean, I guess it's just whatever other dimension. I guess, you know, he had to leave real soon. And so she, like he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't hang out. They couldn't go get coffee or something. Like. <laughs> It's like, let me take you back to my lair, my dark lair. She's with the Hoffrek. Yes, and he goes on. And still, Hoffrek is still not there. (laughs) And Like, Hoffrek was the one that pointed out long ago that maybe something might be a little off because of the way he he talks to her. Right. But where is she now? Gone. She just went home. She's like, yeah, told you. And so the Hoffrek is like, his big point is you let this... (laughs) <laughs> this dude domesticate you right now <laughs> is this a conversation what? we need to have right now you, you need to literally happen 10 minutes ago i mean you really want to go in on me about what i did wrong <laughs> what i did wrong right. you want to talk about what i did wrong He's right like now. you used to be great you were the thing <laughs> that the demons like you were man man feared you and blah 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 and now you're just this little crying ass bitch <laughs> to Hoffren, sir <laughs> really but he's making her an offer <laughs> yep so you now now girl you ready to get your powers back <laughs> you ready to do the damn thing and uh, she just and we're kind of left with is she yeah, she just stares up at him and then end credits <laughs> I hope so. Back then, I was like, I hope so. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. You do that slow church clap. Yes. Get it. (laughs) He deserves every bit of it. Uh But as we'll come to find out, vengeance. You can't take your own vengeance. That would be like the biggest kick in the pants. Like, that would be the worst. Like, oh, come on. Mm -hmm. But it leads to some of the funniest scenes in yes. this season, her trying to get others to do exact vengeance. Exactly. 
So yeah, I think the only body dropped was the the weird demon. Mm-hmm. Um, There's no songs. No. Nope. Um, the Bechtel test. Uh, new. No, because it's mostly all about Xander. Yep, Xander being a fuck boy. Mm-hmm. There are lots of trivia for this episode. The first one is while Buffy's playing charades with the crowd, she puts her fingers up to her head like horns, and you can hear someone in the background guess Deathwalk Clan, which is a reference to Lauren from Angel, who is a member of the Deathwalk Clan. That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> uh, uh. The title, Hell's Bells, is an exclamation of anger, frustration, or surprise. The full exclamation is Hell's Bells and Buckets of Blood. Damn, I had no idea. <laughs> Right? Uh, whoever said that? Like, I don't know now I want to. I have to find a reason to say it, and I'm going to use it. It's 2020. <laughs> You'll have plenty of reasons to say it. Right? I'm going to stub the next time I stub my toe. Hell, hell, and a bucket of blood. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also making reference to a song by ACDC. Um, you know who ACDC is. Right. Amber Benson once said in an interview to the Buffy magazine. I'm the biggest klutz on the set. Remember Emma in that wedding dress? I got that dress off of her at least four times because I'd be following her and I'd step on the dress and she'd be pulling it back up. But she looked gorgeous in that dress. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah Michelle Gellar displays her real life talent for juggling, as we talked about. And for some reason, Clem is sitting amongst Xander's family and friends, even though they recently met and just older and far away. Yeah. So confusing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the moral of this story: Don't let little issues become big issues. True that. If, Talk uh, shit out. Yeah, if he and Anya had, had honest conversations before all this about their, I'll never tell. Which you know they had the song, like they sang the song. Mm-hmm. So you don't remember all of these, these right. worries and fears. Like that would. That was a conversation to have been had once the demon was vanquished. Once, yeah. once the singing Not stopped. only like the lyrics of that song, but the reason that he called the demon right. in the first place. Right. So y'all just been eating chips and, and making wedding plans since then. That's it. That's it. They <laughs> shoved it all under the rug. Nobody wanted to talk about what was really going on. No, they let stupid Riley and Sam's great marriage Ugh. fool them into thinking they got this. You didn't have this. <laughs> You, you absolutely did not have this. <laughs> you did not have this. <laughs> so let us know your thoughts on Hell's Bells by recording an MP3 file less than two minutes and emailing it to revisiting sunnydale at gmail.com. We may play it on the air. Or you can uh, write us an email too. You can send that to us. We can read that on the air too. Next week is one of my favorite episodes and the way I would have liked the series to have ended normal again. Many people believe it's controversial because many people think it actually is the end of the series and that anything that takes place beyond this episode is just a lie. Well, we will we will deconstruct that on mm-hmm. the next episode. Thank you all for listening. Subscribe, follow, like us. You can find me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcel, at mspear7338. All right. And we are out.